You are listening to The 11th Hour, a weekly podcast about Rancid. I'm Brad Rose from Foxy Digitalis. I'm Sam Mellencon from Debacle Records. And each week, we pick a Rancid song, or Rancid-adjacent song, talk about it, all our complicated feelings, and all sorts of random shit that may or may not have to do with the song. Um, so this week was my pick, and... I'm still on a Tomorrow Never Comes kick, so I was figured, hey, let's just go back there. Let's just dive right into the fucking deep end and let's talk about New American. So yeah, New American is on Tomorrow Never Comes, and it's written by Rancid and produced by Brett Gerwitz and all these wonderful things. And they have a video for it now. They kind of snuck that out there. I thought it was very interesting. We'll talk more, but I Uh, thought it was very interesting to see that there was an official video. Yeah, and it's, you know, Timovision. Yeah, it's uh, right in with all the other ones. Yep, so, you know, nothing groundbreaking. But I I don't feel like there was much fanfare about it. It just kind of, I only realized it. the day of the album, I noticed. Oh, okay. I just realized it was there whenever I picked this and was, like, pulling it up on YouTube to listen to it. I was like, oh, wait, this is a video. Yeah, I kept meaning to bring it up to you that they actually did do that. But, yeah. So, um, anyway, so, you know, when we were back in the, I think it was the... um, don't make me do it episode when we were guessing on the third single and all those things. And we had our, we thought it's going to be new American. It's the, it's the fourth track. It's going to be this like anthemic, more poppy thing. And then they fucking didn't release it as a single, but it is a hundred percent what we thought it was, which we've already said that, but I just want to say that again, that we were fucking right. Like (laughs) so right. We know how to read them from afar. Yeah. We, you know, they're so easy to read. Like, it's called New American. <laughs> yeah. It just, it was, I mean, we didn't, we didn't fully understand the scope no. of the song, obviously, but. We didn't, like, we didn't, we didn't fully over understand the scope of a lot of things with this record. Yeah, but. we did not grok that this was like the overture of the introduced characters or anything like that. Yeah, but. and it's, so, 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 I mean, here's the funny thing is when. We when we did our first listen through when it was the night uh, when it came out at midnight and we were on G, on Google Chat and mm-hmm. I, and the first time hearing this song it was like yeah like I re- I liked the song just kind of straight off because of it's got it's I'm a sucker for an anthemic like pop punk song yeah. and and I I didn't pay s- s- like real close attention to the lyrics um no and they're pretty mumbled to be honest yeah i mean tim is in in full tim mode but we'll get into that but um yeah yeah. but yeah then then uh the next day comes the big revelation and then when you really and you look at the lyrics like i've pulled up now and it's just like yeah this is the over this is the introduction of characters yeah like it's perfect it's amazing I mean, this is the one that I feel like this is the nail in the coffin. Like, this I think is so, like, too. Yes. This one you cannot deny. And it's almost unfair because it's such a fun song that part of me wants this just to be like, 
I'm having a little. We can we can put a pin in this, but like I'm having a little bit of a hard time with. Uh, I want to call it Troublemaker. Tomorrow Never Comes in that um, the songs that are the the musical theater songs feel very like of a piece and sort of side and I can't like them the way I I don't know this is my own psychosis but like they're like they're kind of like oh those are those funny little like I wouldn't like them the same way I would like a an Elk on the Wool song in like that they're part of just the rancid mm. canon mm-hmm you know, I'm starting to like kind of do this, like, well, that's, this song's fun, but it's not real. There's sort of a weird arm's length distancing I'm doing to them. This, this is why like, they don't, this is why they don't want people to know. I think that's kind of true. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I, kinda, I, I, I kind of think they want the average fan to just blaze on past it and be like, oh, Eddie the Butcher's like some person, you know, or like, just like move on. Like, I think they freaked out about this sort of reaction of like, what the fuck is this this concept album or musical theater thing? Yeah, well, you know, and somebody, uh, uh, Ned Milligan, friend of the show, experimental musician, I interviewed him for the Seltzer Salon uh, a couple weeks ago, and we talked about Rancid a little bit, not in the actual interview, just in the... How dare you? You talked to somebody else about Hey, but remember, his grandma was (laughs) Tim and Matt's, like, middle school teacher, which is the greatest thing ever. Um but he was, I was telling him the theory because I think I recorded it. It was like the Monday after you had like oh, yeah, blown yeah. my mind. And he was like, oh, do you think they didn't want, like part of the reason they don't want that out there is because Green Day did it first. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, even though I, you know, I think they're friends and all those things, but like, yeah, and I, yeah. but I think I, I could see that. I don't think Green Day owns the idea <laughs> no. of a punk rock musical either. No, but I mean? it's like, like, but is there a... I mean, Green Day and Rancid are, that's a very close on the family the, tree. Yeah, for sure. You know, They're so, very, very close. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I just thought that was an interesting, uh, yeah. in the uh, the realm of reasons they don't want it to be a thing. I just think they think their fans might think it's a little like, what, like too high concept and like too silly and like. Yeah. I No, I, uh, at the same time, anyway, they did the fucking thing, you know, I mean. They actually did it. Right. Like, uh, yeah anyways we don't have to go too far into that yet i mean like just talking about the song like but the truth is the song is you know even if you just want to reduce it down to a concept album like i could 1000 percent and might pay somebody to have the fucking decemberist guy sing the song and it would work as a december song you know what i mean like this is just straight up a let me tell you about being on, you know, yeah. in Alaska, in the Klondike, and, yeah. in the Klondike and, and in, um, you know, California as like uh, working these ships and drinking and being crazy. Right. And there was this crazy guy, Eddie the Butcher, and, uh, you know, who is a stevedore. And stevedores are the guys that work the docks, right? Like, yeah. They're the ones who are hauling things on and off. And so, like, you know, like, this is the introduction to our character group, I believe. And it's kind of first person in that. I guess it's kind of saying like the person is the narrator isn't Eddie the Butcher. Yeah, or yeah, and then there's also we got what Calico Jim. Calico Jim is the other person yeah. we've heard of, and and then whoever, uh, yeah, whoever the narrator is. I don't. I mean, yeah, whoever this first person narrator is, which is a pretty classic yeah. again musical theater thing of like <laughs> I was this young kid and here's Eddie the Butcher and he's crazy and yeah, and so like. Yeah, so, I mean, like, this is the introduction character and the overarching theme, which I think is sort of the maybe the underlying idea of, like, this world of Wild West over-the-top violence and, and chaos. A lot of it was also about 
becoming, you know, these immigrants becoming Americans in the American West and like, right. Um, trying to, I mean, it's, make something right. and, 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 and sort of having this mixture of pride plus it's, like just pure greed of like, I'm going to go make something of this. There's just pure opportunity and, and chaos to be sown, you know, like, right. This is, I, I mean, can go yeah, this pour is, it up and violate, you know, do whatever dead, the hell I want. This is Deadwood you know? on the seas, man. Yeah, this 100%. Is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a uh, coastal Deadwood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, coastal Deadwood's kind of a good. Yeah, yeah. That, that's project, a thing man. for sure. Right, right. So, uh, anyway. um, yeah, no. So, I 100%. Like, before, but before getting to that, let, like, yeah. Let's, let's just talk about the salt, like, try trying to just consider the song in a bubble which is hard at this point Mm -hmm. but like like say if you took this song out of this and dropped it onto troublemaker it was yeah so it just so it really just felt like it's a you know i mean it's like uh what's i can't even think of it i mean this is like the civil Civil war War song song. yeah or or whatever yeah um the yeah the bomber pilot one lola blue yeah exactly um but so as a song like when, I, I can't remember them sounding this anthemic for a while, like pull, and pulling it off, and so cleanly East Coast pop punk. Yeah, in my mind, like this is like deeply like again. I think throughout this record, there's this real pushing of Lars's guitar line to be kind of driving the song like it's the first mm-hmm. thing you hear you know i'm pretty sure that's a lot lars guitar line based on the video uh, it is but the, oh know. it is okay yeah. okay um yeah that's a good reason to have that video um <laughs> and like it sounds like like he kind of does that throughout this record he kind of has this tone that he's playing with that's that's somewhat new and novel i was gonna him. say if yeah i was yep and so and then he's got and it and it sort of is this nice kind of distorted lead and then you know they're just it is very anthemic and it's very um you know youth crew matinee in the pit sort of <laughs> it, it, you know like not youth crew in the way that it became like in that like um you know hate breed sort of right way, but like like but more in that like new jersey pop punk side of it and it it just again i mean take a drink i'm gonna say we're probably gonna say bouncing souls and dropping movies <laughs> every time we talk about these records but like it does feel like that's where they've Souls gone. Lead. Yeah. I mean, it has. And, and you know, it's a version of it. So I'll take the Tim and Lars version of that. Yeah. 100%. You know, it's a very good version of that. They 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 excel at it, it turns out. But, like, um, and it, well, it is. I've ne- It's so clean and bright. I think the right. thing that you're really reacting to is, like, when it comes on, you're like, wow, this is, like, a very bright, yeah, crisp, fun song. Like, it's really, like... Hell yeah, I would take, and in a lot of ways, I would take a whole record of this level. I think there's a like prisoner yep. song, and there's a couple other ones yep. that get to this level. But like, th- as much as this album as a whole kind of has that level of crisp and bright, and you know, like I, I don't think it's a mistake that the record is yellow, though. I think a lot of that has to do with the gold rush element. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But like, yellow is not a bad choice for like mm-hmm. the color of this record like that guitar lead right. is yeah, like, if, you oh, want, yeah it's a, if you want to get into like the synesthesia, synesthesia. elements yeah, yeah. of it yeah absolutely it's a yellow record it's uh it is like i really do think it is and and that's not a rancid and, you know, color to me like, i think that's an interesting thing i just think about rancid in general because it's like outcome the wolves is like a black white and red record and it really is and, like, and uh they got life, that one right and life won't wait is a full color record 
It is. And, it's like all the color. It's like real life. And, like it's way more real life. Yeah, than, and then like 2000 is a black and white record. I mean, it's yes, yeah, so 100%. They're good at that. So, um, or they're whoever they pay to do their art. Um, I mean, like a lot of their art is bad, but I think their color yes. theory has been yeah. has worked out. <laughs> yeah, they have good instincts there, but the the actual covers, meh. yeah, um, not so much. But no, yeah, I agree with all that. Like it, it like bright is the word that I kept coming back to too, because I mean that riff, like Lars's riff, is so. It's like, it's like there's finally like a little bit of like, how often do you hear harmonics? Right. Like a little bit of ringing harmonic. Yeah. You know, like, like not that there's a lot, but there's just like but there's a little just hint a, of. There's just enough that it like, it ups the ante on the anthemic quality of it. Yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 and it also has the, and this is speaking of like drink God. If, if my wife does make a bingo card, like I'm already thinking of things that go on it for this podcast, <laughs> but like the course has the Tim takes off his hat, puts it over his heart moment of the, the, like, this is oh, my home now. Down and they, for, they strum uh, yeah. slowly. This yeah, is yeah. my home now. Oh my God. It's like, you can see it, right? You can just see him. Like it's yeah. so earnest and, I don't know. And again, I'm a sucker for that. Like that. And then everybody coming in, I am a new I know. American. It's, and it's just so like, it is just basically somebody wrote like a kind of lame three act play a musical, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I yeah. don't know if it's good or bad, but it's like, it's pretty fun. <laughs> like a pop punk version of that is pretty it's fun. Tim channeling like Gilbert and Sullivan. As I watch the sun go down. I mean, H- really, this one more than any of right. them. It it's- really feels like we're, we're on the HMS whatever. Right. That's what- <laughs> HMS Rancid. <laughs> oh, my wow, God. That might be the, That's the, the next t-shirt. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> And it's we gonna, just take them and like put them in like some like you know like like face pills and the and the you know like we got to put them in like a like a you know sailor outfit. Put them in like the British, uh, the Royal Navy the outfit. Briti- <laughs> yeah, for some reason they're in the Royal British outfit. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, uh, Photoshop their faces on a picture. Yeah, some old. Make it black and yellow, and uh, I think Gilbert and Armstrong. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, so I'm- yeah. I mean, it really is, and it, it, it is, and it's catchy as hell too. Like it's, uh, and it is very catchy. Even though Tim is very mumbly, but it's all it's. I feel like, um, you know, one of our big issues we had, like with Dominoes, with a lot of the later records, is they they sound bored. They, they sound like they're talking into the mic. Yeah, but like Tim, kind of like- Tim sounds very energized. On that, like, he really does. On the best parts of this record, you just feel like he's him, dialed in, like he's feeling it. Like, and he seems awake and like, I don't know what the difference is. I don't know what is different in his making, life because he's making his musical, man. That's the difference. I mean, it might be, yeah, it, <laughs> like, it might that, be, it might be. He's just 30 years, the, 30 years in, you, you got to find like it's going to take something different to get you excited about playing your four chord yeah i mean songs. like if he's like my life is kind of easy now i don't right. want to talk about how my life is easy i want to talk about other people's lives that's perfectly fine we're like we talked about that that's okay to have your later period yeah. be about other people and other eras and be more uh, and i'd, uh, and I'd rather and you know? i'd rather him tell stories about invented characters than like you know oh yeah like like you know the whole like um red hot moon thing it's like yeah uh, is that is that borrowed 
sorrow you know what i mean <laughs> kind right. of on some level you know what i mean yeah and uh, yeah so i don't know i mean i think it's uh it's one of my favorite songs on the album i see what you mean by like there there's a a distance or a, something I, to the the musical theater songs there there really is and i you know i did this exercise that's on, on our patreon yeah of like taking the ones I think that are the musical theaters, though there's some you can kind of, it's hard to tell yeah, which ones are the musical theaters versus the punk rock. Like, don't make me do it really could just be a punk rock song, but I like it as like, they're getting in a fight. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's much better in my mind that it's a character thing. Um, and I try to sequence it in, in a satisfying way as like, here's the 20 minute, you know, mm -hmm. that, and you know, the mud, blood and gold uh, soundtrack album. And, uh, it works pretty well, but like there's, I almost, the problem with that is I'm starting to distance myself from those songs a little bit and go like, those are those songs. And there is a weird part of me that's like, I don't know, like maybe I am part of the problem of like, I am the person reacting the way they were afraid of it, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, where I like, I don't, there's something about like, I don't like the mixing. Like, I feel like I wish they just had done it. Like, I wish they just had put out the EP that is the the, well, the concept you and album. I, yeah, I mean, you and I talked about this a little bit, how how amazing it would have been if they did, like, here's our EP concept album musical theater thing. And then in mm -hmm. the fall, you know, the took the leftover songs, and I'm, you know there's a bunch of other songs. And, yeah, or, for sure. And, like, and was like, I mean, and here's a second EP. And... Like, yeah, and, like, and here's a second EP of just, like, a rancid EP or an out, whatever they want to do. But, like, that would have been cool. If I would have been really into that, and that would have been so much stronger, right? Well, and it's you know one of the things we talk about is like right, try and do things. Do it's like that's a way to try do something totally different for them and new without doing fucking L.A. River. Yeah, and it's also like I think there's a half measure element of the way they did it that is somewhat disappointing to me. Yeah. They kind of hid the album inside the album, and I and I I feel like they backed off of it. It feels like they like chickened I, out, basically. Yeah, and I know that's somewhat of a personal narrative, and sure. like he's just like, actually, maybe I just had three, four songs that were really part of this idea, and I just wanted to make like a little suite of songs for people who paid attention, and it's not as deep as you guys think it is, and like. Oh, don't worry about it. I guarantee you, know, like, you everything we talk about on this podcast is not as deep as we think. Oh, well, 100%. But you know what I mean? Yes, like, I, know like, mean. I could see a world where, you know what I mean? Like, it isn't as big of a deal as what, what we're saying. But, like, there is definitely a part of me that's, like, having a little bit of a hard time listening to the album with any sort of depth because I kind of feel the whiplash of, like, oh, this is a real song about their actual feelings, and then this is a song about Eddie the Butcher. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weird mixture, you know what I mean? But hasn't like, that kind I of just, always been the case? I mean... Yeah, but like, it's weird because you're going back and forth to the same world, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's something I guess that's about true. that. I, sort I'm of. I'm also not saying it's rational. I mean, Troublemaker does it to a less extreme degree. But you're not. Lola Blue and... and well, Make Lola it out of one. Yeah. Um, all these other songs aren't the same. The Civil War song isn't the same world as the World War II song. You know, like okay, like, right. I got you. Know you. what I'm saying? Like you're going back to the same story over and over. Like, like there's a there's a coherent thread between those songs, right? 
Like, I think that's different. I do think that that's a different thing than just, yeah. hey, some of these are stories about other people and some of these stories are about us. Like, Fair enough. that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a different vibe to like, this was supposed to be a one coherent idea. And then here's a bunch of others scattered in ideas. It's just weird to have like these random no, punk rock I'm, songs. I, yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think, I mean, yeah, I don't disagree. I, and again, I'm, I'll listen to it and have fun. I think in some weird weird way, it's kind of kicked the chair out from under me on on it a little bit and been like, this is more of this oddity to me right now than like this thing I deeply am like as into as I was at first. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I think I think it's got it's become more this like weird thing to look at and be like, Wow, this record is so fucking weird. You know, like I like <laughs> I I don't dislike it, you know, but it's like what did they do? You know, like what, what is this? You know, like, and that's fun. I think it's really good for our, the podcast. Sure. There's a lot to talk about and all these things, but I, I do have this like mixture of like, I, I think I do hold those songs a, at a little bit more of an arm's length. And that's probably just true. Like very far into your career, you're writing these songs about this, uh, you know, you're making up these stories. Those are going to feel different than right. old friend. Of course. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, asking for something else but there's something about it again i think it's mostly the mixing like i think if they just been like we're gonna put out two eps or like short lps you know this 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 summer and fall one's gonna be this like punk rock tomorrow never comes is like i really think a canonically great rancid dog it continues to go up in my my you know estimation i like it it's a really fun song um uh like that sort of level stuff is on the CP. It's a fun little thing. And then here's this other EP of this unproduced musical or concept album that we've been having cooking that Tim really wanted to do. Maybe that one's under Tim's name officially, but they're on yeah. it because it's like they're backing them up, you know. But it's like Tim's like goal, you know, is like to put out this thing. He's authoring this thing. If that's what that would feel so much more intellectually honest oh, and I could yes. kind of like... 100% I feel agree. like I could handle that you know, on some level. I don't know. I'm I, not. This is we're talking about New American, and like this is not. Well, no, it's all bad. related. No, 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 no. I mean, it's it, it all fits together. Like, and I and I completely agree with all. Of it. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't want to make it seem like I dislike. I'm just having a weird reaction to the record now. It's actually done this weird thing where intellectually, I find it very fun and funny and interesting that they did this. But part of me is also like, what the hell guys? Well, like, and I think that's, why? A, I mean, I think that it's a, um, I don't know. I just think that's a, a pretty good lesson for a lot of things. It's like, uh, because, because yeah, I feel like they chickened out and they kind of gave themselves this sort of plausible deniability of if, you know, if people mm-hmm. if people sussed it out and were like, "Oh, that's fucking lame," and they're like, "No, no, 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 that's the, you know, it's just a couple songs with the same character. Yeah. Don't worry about it." Yeah, and, but it's and again, I mean, you know, you I think about this in so many aspects of like my life, or you think about it in okay, so okay, we're gonna go way in the fucking weeds here. Okay, I love um, it. So I am a huge Arsenal football club fan. Okay, yeah, and so you. I don't know how many people listening to this give a shit about Arsenal, but the like real quick thing is like for 20 for, well, for like 10, 15 years, they were one of the best clubs of the world and they had this legendary manager. And then as things always do, it starts to go bad for a variety of reasons. And they were go, they went from being one of the better clubs to then kind of mediocre. And it, 
and then you know they for many years they tried to like paper over the cracks and like well if we just bring in you know the, we're gonna bring in this 32 year old player who was great and you know maybe he has something left we can bring him in and it can get us just back up enough and it you know and, and eventually it just got so bad that they had to like blow the whole thing up and they start and now it's like better than it's been in 20 years but like it's one of those things where if you half-ass your you know in sports your rebuild or something you're mm-hmm. just gonna it's just gonna make it suck more and what i mean it like it does it's like you either gotta fucking in these kind of things either go for it or don't do it at all yeah and I, yeah, there's there's sometimes there's like decisions you'll make. Like I, I can think about there's times in record labels or yes. shows oh, or God. something where I'm like, well, that will be just as good. Yeah, and you're just selling it to yourself of like the venue change or like some headliner change or something. Or it's like, the it's the doing it's the you know oh there's this artist I really want to work with and now they've oh god brought, we talked about right this. yeah it's the well here's this weird collab thing they did well that's just as good. It's gonna, a, people will appreciate yeah, and that nobody, as much as a mainline, and, and nobody yeah, gives a cares. shit. Um, or, yeah. or yeah, which I mean, and 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 then at the same time too, it like it kind of poisons the product, and you know, I mean, like let alone because again, if this it's changed your feeling about the album as a whole. Yeah, and that's and that's a bummer. Like, I mean, it is what it is, whatever. But it's kind, it's also kind of a bummer because then it means. You know, it's it makes it harder to. I don't know. I just relate to it very differently yeah. than I would a regular album. I kind of go like, "Oh, here's this weird mushy playlist of songs." Versus like, it doesn't hang together like an album yeah. in a way that like ranted records usually hang together. Even well. the even the bad ones, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, even like, the bad ones. I think they spend a lot of time making sure they hang together. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah, I don't know. I. It's too bad that I don't think anybody will ever ask them about this. Oh God, I want somebody to so. I know. Well, Tim doesn't do interviews, so I mean, I know and, he really doesn't. And Lar and I don't know. I don't. I just don't see. I I, I want to. I know. can see Lars deflecting and be like, "Well, Tim has a plan," and right, like, and just and not giving an answer. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's too bad because it's like that's an interesting. I don't know. I mean, this goes. I'm genuinely curious like, I what too. happened and why. Because, you know, the absolute truth is we as fans have these like, oh, you chickened out sort of tone. That's what we're saying is the perception. Right. I also know the reality is probably very complicated. Exactly. And, like, there's four people involved and like, and Brett and, you know, <laughs> like, like, uh, what was the, you know, everything is complicated when you're working in a band. And so, like, what was the actual reality of the situation? And almost always the reality of situations are more complicated than it seems outside. But to, for them to understand, for us, this just feels very weird, like a very weird set of choices. Yeah. Where, you know, and it and it sort of undermines the record. The perception is that, and I'm very well aware that, like, it's probably pretty comp- pretty simplified. I also think when I, so there's been this really interesting uh, you know, we lurk on a lot of places where Rancid fans are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we got to wrap this up. But, like, we lurk on a lot of places where Rancid fans are. And the record response seems to be, I like it quite a bit, but it's kind of a muted I like it. Like, kind of how we've been. Like, oh, yeah. this is quite fun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's not an Out in the Wolves, but it's also not bad. It's, like, there's a lot of to like. And it's kind of that surprising, like, oh, I didn't know I wanted a Dropkick Murphy's 
Bouncing yeah. Souls rancid record. You know what I mean? Like a full record of that. It's kind of weird. Musical theater. Um, but a lot of people also who don't like it seem like they have a hard time explaining. And what they say is all the songs sound the same and are lazy, quote unquote. I've mm-hmm. heard lazy over and over. Yeah, because they're just re- they re- the lyrics repeat themselves. Seems to repeat be repeat themselves is, and they also say, and everybody sings on the sign on the songs. That's all the choruses mm-hmm. are, all of them singing. And you go, yeah, but that's exactly what you would do on a <laughs> on a musical theater. They're the they're the chorus. They're the they're right. the everybody on stage singing the chorus together. You know what I mean? Like, like. There's, I think they're shooting themselves in the foot by presenting this like a rancid uh-huh. record. I, no, I hundred percent. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's like you yeah, got to. No, I'm with you. I'm yeah. just. I'm, I'm yes anding. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to yes and. Sorry yeah. if I'm doesn't no, no. sound like I am. But. Yeah. No. I, yeah. It is. It's the, and it's yeah. I mean to go like back to my sports analogy. It's like if most of the time if the owners or whatever just like look shit's bad. We got to fucking blow this up to get back yeah, to where yeah. we want to be. People are gonna be like, yeah, okay, we're on board. Like. You know, just but if they lie and right. say like, we're not in rebuilding, yeah, this happens so much in American football, yeah. and it's like, oh my god, guys, like, just like be just honest. admit that you're not going to the fucking Super Bowl, and that like you're trying to <laughs> yes. take, and it's like it it it's a it's a very complicated thing, but it's I hate faking it, like you know what I mean, like there's yep. something about you should be trying to win every week that is very interesting, and it's, you know, again sports are very yeah, boring yeah, yeah, to me, I right. find it very very. Yeah. Weird. I think it's both weird that we're in this one sport, each of us, right? but like uh, I find that mindset very, this mixture of mindsets of like, it's also a business and it's just strategic business where you have to be honest, a big part of strategy is being honest about self-scouting and knowing where you're at Yeah. Um, and being like, okay what are we doing this year, What's where's our, where's our cap but then having the mentality of, well, we're going to try to win every week. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really interesting thing. But it is always very weird where people are like, yeah, like lying to themselves and not allowing for, like, it's almost like you're setting yourself up for every time we fail, it's the end of the world. But it's like, you were never going to win. Right. Group, you know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. And it's the same thing where it's like, <laughs> if you just, if you would just owned up to the fact that this was what it was and done it as a separate project you know i, I just think it would have, there would have been a totally different like feeling around i, it. I think it would have been different i think if it was tim and like a group of people including rancid was backing him up yep this would have been cool and we would have been like this is wild like check this I know, out like tim good for him like that's awesome and yeah but yeah missed opportunity Anyways. um i do want to we do want to play this voicemail really quick that we got because it i it totally it it, it we got it. I was just like, holy shit. Yeah, right. So, um, where did it go? Shit. Uh, <laughs> I got too many windows open. Um, so, yeah, James sent in a voice. But this was, I think he sent this in right after we did the Tomorrow Never Comes reaction episode or shortly after. And, yeah, let's play that. Do I need, do you need to listen to it? I mean, he just basically says Devil in Disguise is. Yeah, this was the Barbary Coast. Yeah um africa and yeah okay okay so i i thought this was really interesting because yeah we totally called tim out on the he can't fucking write shit about women it's always gets in this but to james's point like yeah go to the wikipedia page about the barbary coast which i too thought it was the africa thing that was um but yeah it's like it's 
<laughs> it seems pretty obvious to me that Tim was reading the Wikipedia about Barbary Coast. Maybe a book. I'll give him credit. He <laughs> was probably reading... It seems like he likes reading yeah, he's, history I, books. I see him as being... Yeah, he probably has like a really large collection of history books. But um, it, it is, though, basically not like word for word, but idea for idea. So maybe to... You know, I still stick by that a lot of times, you know, I mean, because I think Dope Sick Girls was a really good example that we can't, you mentioned um, his, the weird vibe when he's writing about women. Um, but maybe he doesn't get a pass on this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it does seem like a lot of things on this album, if you contextualize them within the album give you a pass i I even think don't make me do it that's why i put don't make me do it yeah 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 yeah. into this i think you can make the case that don't make me do it isn't included in this but i tried to put it there as like well this was some instigating fight yeah and because it is so just directly like i'm gonna beat the shit out of you and And it's like there's also this element of like prisoner song and going to hell and on a train and like you know all these things and it's like and don't make me do it you can see in the in like in the scope of a musical it's like they're holding the guy back and like a hundred percent yeah it's like there's a little song break for (laughs) a couple seconds and then something bad happens and all the lights go off because you don't show the violence and like you know and then they wake up and they're in prison yeah like i i can write this yeah no it's i'm telling yeah god Selling, them, <laughs> selling themselves and everybody else short by not just going exactly, not just full doing on. Um, okay, but anyway, I just thought I, I wanted to give James props because I thought that was a very no, apt good. thing. And I remember, I, and when it came through, and I was playing it, and I played it for my wife, and she was just like, "Oh shit, yeah," because she had just listened to the Devil in Disguise episode, and yeah, she totally agrees with the that stance. Yeah, but, I think I think that is that's totally the like, oh, I'm in a new world and everything's scary, and these yeah. women are yeah you know helping the shanghai men and like all these you know like i think it seems one-to-one to to me yeah absolutely no absolutely (laughs) this is a time where you're like you want to give somebody a pass and you and it's like oh i think we can give that person a pass but again by not saying that exactly this is another time of shooting yourself by not saying this is this part of the story you're just going like nah i'm fine with people misinterpreting that and assuming i'm shitty you know what i mean it's weird yep no yeah anyways um so when we were recording the brothels episode we completely just walked away from it without ever picking a song kind of an important feature of the podcast (laughs) so without further ado sam what's the pick for next week that we're about to record (laughs) (laughs) well i know it's a complete surprise to you and you've not heard this whatsoever uh but we're gonna do next week for everybody at home, we will do Ghost of a Chance. Oh my god! Oh my god! I know it's like calm yourself. <laughs> everybody, hold on. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Uh, no, yeah. Uh, I can't believe we both walked away from it, just like completely. Like, yep, yeah, that's how we do this thing we've and, done. And it took fifty nine times. <laughs> I know, and it took me like a day. Or t- it took me at least a day to remember. The, the the stupidest thing the most like me like here's my neuroses thing was i went and i walked the dog and i was like on the dog walk i was like whoa we completely forgot and then i then that's all i did with that you know what i mean like by the time i was back at the house like i completely i was like i gotta remind him you know like 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 unhelpful memory you know yeah. I mean? like like i did remember but then it's like gone yeah. Ugh. What okay. I hope I hope everyone's taking away from this is that we are 
professionals. Professionals, yeah, 100%. And, and very good. I, I like where you're going, and yeah. I agree. I concur. Uh, all right. And, and, yeah. and with that, we'll get on to the rest of the end of this show. Um, and I guess it wasn't the brothels. Even I said at the beginning, we recorded the episode of the brothels. No, that already came out. It was the New American episode that I'm speaking on now. It's, <laughs> holy fuck. Okay. All right, everybody. We're going to go to the end of the podcast now. We'll uh, see you. Goodbye. <laughs> Um, all right, thanks for listening, everybody. As always, you can find us on Patreon if you want to f- support the cause and help us keep this thing going. Patreon.com slash the 11th Hour Podcast. Uh, holler at us on Twitter and Instagram at RancidPod. Send us emails, send us voicemails, buy a shirt, do some something fun this weekend. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, and what you could do this weekend is you could go to a show, and if you do, then maybe... We will see you in the pit, even though we won't be at the show. Because I'm not going to show Metaphorically, we we'll see you in that pit. There we go. Metaphorically. That's it. Metaphorically. That's it. it's like very like a like a patriotic kind of yeah don't hey shut up this is damn it oh sorry i just realized we're not even in the fucking show okay um